I wrote earlier this week about the uh, joy and wonder of faith and belief, of believing in Jesus without having seen him. Our scripture last Sunday was about Thomas and Jesus appearing to the disciples and then to Thomas. And we, we always say, oh, he's doubting Thomas. That's not really fair. Jesus appeared to the other disciples and immediately he showed them the marks in his hands and the mark in his side and they believed in him. And then Thomas is there and they're like, guess what, we saw Jesus. And he says, well, unless he does believe it for you, I'm not going to believe. So Thomas asks him and, you know, can I see the, the marks? And Jesus shows him and Thomas believes. And then Jesus says, blessed are those who have not seen yet have come to believe. And so we say, Thomas, doubt it, bad Thomas, bad. No, that's not what Jesus said. Jesus didn't say, you are so much, everyone else is going to be so much better than you, Thomas, because they have believed without having seen. He didn't say that. He said, blessed are those. Blessing doesn't come because we do some great and meritorious act. Blessing just happens. When the sun rises up in the morning, you're blessed. And when its rays hit and warm our bodies, we are blessed. We don't do anything. We just wake up and there's the sun and we are blessed. Jesus didn't say, Thomas, you are so much in trouble now and everyone else is so you're like this little worm and it's just not love you already or else you'll be out. He didn't say that. He just said, blessed are those who believe even if they haven't seen. And I think what that blessing is Part of that blessing is simply the joy and fascination and wonder of not knowing, but believing. Children have joy and fascination and wonder, and believing without knowing, without seeing, allows us to have that same childlike joy and wonder that is so abundant in children. And Jesus said, come to the kingdom of God as a little child. Come with that childlike joy, fascination, and wonder that comes with believing without seeing. And in that we will find blessing. Now today we've got people walking, Cleopas and his companion walking to Emmaus on this little seven mile journey, and Jesus shows up, they have no idea who he is, can't see him, there's no seeing, and he's talking to them and their hearts are burning on the way. And then later they share a meal and they realize it's Jesus. And they said, were not our hearts burning on the way as we were walking along with him, right? Two things happened here. They met Jesus in a very unexpected place and way. We wouldn't expect to meet Jesus walking to Ben's lap. But he just might show up. And suddenly we get there and we realize, I just encountered Jesus. That was awesome. And then they recognized him and knew him in sharing his meal together. Jesus shows up in unexpected ways. We have no idea when and where Jesus is suddenly going to show up, and we probably won't realize it until afterwards, and like, wow, my heart was burning there. I felt there was something there. It seemed like God was present. I just wasn't sure, uh, because I'm not supposed to meet Jesus. I'm supposed to meet Jesus, you know, in churchy stuff. Um, but then I was just helping someone out and realized, Later on, that was Jesus that I, I just mentioned. They didn't recognize him. They didn't look anything like Jesus. But what does Scripture tell us? Christ was with them. 
Christ who dwells within you. Jesus is the Lord. We get to encounter Jesus in, in us and all of us. We get to encounter Jesus anywhere in creation. People talk about, I encounter Jesus in salvation. I encounter Jesus in music. I encounter Jesus in whatever. Good. And when your heart's burning and you feel like there's this experience of God, there's this experience of the divine, there's this experience that I think it's Jesus. Good. Trust it. Go with it. I mean, the question is, is that childlike fascination and wonder, sure. But trust it. If you think you just become Jesus, you probably have. Everything they have on this journey afterwards, and they have this meal together, and they, their eyes open and they realize that it was Jesus they were encountering in this meal. We do this meal really well. We share our stories of faith, we pray together, and then we share this meal. Uh, here in the church, kids, like I said back in Monday, the kids they bounce up to community get to, to encounter Jesus in that meal. They don't understand it, they just love it and want to be with Jesus. And we do this great here, and this is not the only meal where we get to encounter Jesus. We can encounter Jesus in any meal that we have. Think about these like feast kind of meals that we share, like Thanksgiving feasts or Christmas feasts or Easter feasts or any kind, you know, wedding feasts, whatever. And we've got a bunch of people who we love around us and we're sharing stories and laughter. Maybe some people we don't know that well that's like cool now your family because we share this meal together. The joy and the laughter and the love that's shared around the meal, that is Jesus. Right? The fascination and the wonder and the love of people, that is Jesus. So when we share these meals together, it's not that crazy. It's like we get it if we would just let ourselves get it. We understand if we would just see with the eyes of belief and the childlike fascination of others, we just have a meal together and we love each other, and there Jesus was. All along. So when we have this moment, just trust Him. Just trust that, yes, that was Jesus that I encountered. And then, do exactly what Cleopas and his companion did. They went immediately and they told the other disciples, guess what? We just encountered Jesus. We share these stories. When, when our hearts are burning and we think, yeah, go share it. Go tell people. If maybe not a total stranger. Um, I just saw Jesus in a bullfrog. Okay? <laughs> Don't tell 